1: Oh, just take a little deep breath in there. I've got a great lineup for you today. I'm going to be sitting in a new chair today, Benny. I'm going to try the little chair. I've never had the little chairs.
2: See how it works out for you.
1: I'm going to see how it works out for me. Eric, um, for the Thursday afternoon, uh, says these are new, new chairs. Trying on a new seat. Every once in a while, I think that's going to be my little motto for everybody. you got to try out a new seat. you got to try out a new way to get to work. you got to try out a few things that are new for yourself. Uh, that's our theme for today, trying out something new. I want to thank you guys for tuning us in, turning us on. We've got a great, great lineup for you today. Uh, we're going to be talking with Kathy Flory. We're going to talk about, Kathy's handy, what can we learn about remodeling? And why is this important now? What has changed in the economy of things for people? You know, we notice here in the, in the greater Seattle area, and Chris, I, I don't know what they're doing out in Western Rhode Island, Rhode Island, but we notice here that people are hanging on to their homes. Um, And what they're doing is they're taking a look at what they have and they're thinking about, all right, rather than go buy a new home, what can I do here? And by the way, my friends have just done that. And, you know, they went down the path of, well, we could sell it, we could do this. And they said, no, we actually really love our home. And what can we do to give it a fresh look, to make some changes in it? Now, if you're like us, uh, you know that There are so many things that you can do yourselves, but I will tell you when it comes to doing a good job, unless you have the skills, and this goes for anything in life, unless you have the skills, it's just not going to happen in the way you think. And that's why Kathy is joining me here today. Kathy Florey is my very, very special guest. We're going to be talking with her about her passion, her purpose, how she got started, and why this is so important for her to bring her gifts forward into the world. For those of you out there, I want you to know that since a very, very young age, you know, she knew what her passion was. And you're going to hear her story. I'm going to let her tell you that. But that passion turns into purpose, which turns into a life calling, which turns into a gift that you give to the world. And that's why we love doing this show, because we get to chat with people that have the passion, that have the purpose, and that are so committed to being in service of others, and Kathy is one of those folks. So today you're going to get to hear about how she took her passion and her purpose and decided to head out on her own and become one of the most sought-after folks in our area to help other people bring the kind of home to the forefront that they've always wanted to have. Kathy, welcome to the show. Thank you, Pat. It's great to be here. Passion, purpose, the whole story, right? New at a young age? Absolutely. Yeah, not me. It took me a lot of years to figure it out. Um, I wanted to uh, to get people to know you a little bit. How did you start on this road? What was it that you discovered at a young age? How did you become interested in what your skills are, your gifts are? How did that all come to be?
3: Well, Pat, when I was a child, I preferred Tinker Toys and Lincoln Logs, to dolls. <laughs> and I liked making things and putting them back, you know, taking them apart, putting them back together. I can remember as a child uh, just undoing the cover plates, to electrical switches, and screwing them back on just so I could use a screwdriver. Um, We moved from Montana out here to Seattle when I was nine, and I was fortunate enough to uh, be friends with my next-door neighbor. He was seven, and I was nine, and we both had that passion Mm -hmm. for... uh, tinkering and and playing in a kind of a working world. And there was always a lot of scrap building materials around my house because our, well, our house was an ongoing remodel that that never did get finished. But it gave my buddy and I a chance to dig through scrap piles, finding wonderful treasures, uh, two by fours, tossed out siding, scraps of plywood. We'd fish through it, you know, pull the nails with a hammer, claw, straighten them, either with a rock or a hammer, reuse them. Uh, We basically had a hammer and a handsaw. And so with these two tools, we created many forts, (laughs) go-karts, exciting projects. Uh, One time we actually built a, a Flintstone car. It had wheels, which my buddy got for his birthday. They were uh, lawnmower wheels because we had struggled with the wheel problem right. for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we all struggle with the wheel problem. And uh, so we took pieces of rebar and made axles, and uh, somehow we got a drill and drilled mm. out for cotter pins to hold the, the wheels on. And then we would bend nails back and forth onto the, to the two by four for the, for the axle. And obviously, they'd, they'd loosen on us after some use, and we'd have to realign them and tighten them. And people would actually stop us on the street and ask us where we got this wonderful replica of the Flintstones car. It, it You know, we were happy to announce that we had made it. Wow. And they were usually quite impressed as we continued our trek up the hill for the thrill of the ride down. Uh, we loved model airplanes, uh, I still have a scar on my thigh from carving balsa wood airplanes with a razor blade. Oh my gosh! And other scars from the teeth of hand saws used for cutting our siding, etc. We built tree forts, mini hydroplanes, skateboards. Bone H- and How old were you? I was ten. Oh 9, my 10, gosh! Yeah. So you
1: knew at ten? Yeah. Yeah, you knew that. Something was going on here. And how great to have a buddy, though.
3: Absolutely. And we fed on each other. Mm -hmm. If he didn't think of it, I thought of it. Um, There was a time we actually made a hot air balloon. Uh, It was two sticks in the shape of an X (laughs) with a candle sitting in the middle of the the X with some string and a plastic bag on top, which (laughs) once you lit the candle, it filled the bag Did it really do
1: it? Oh, my god! And gosh. it floated
3: up and away until we couldn't see it anymore. And mm-hmm. and I've often wondered in my adult life, uh, I hope we didn't burn anything. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had a good time. Uh, mostly, though, we'd get tired of one fort or go-kart, and we'd tear it apart, build another one. Because... So you
1: were a constant home improvement already at 10. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. It was
3: the thrill of the build, not necessarily the end result. Wow. And um, so that was a real fun time in my life.
1: Well, it's really interesting. You and I have something in common. I grew up in the Bronx. And believe it or not, right down the street, a half a block from me, was this empty lot. Now, nowadays, we now know them as landfill. And back in the day, it was like an awful place that you would want to be because of the stuff that got thrown in there. But we built, again, like you, we built a little fort in there. Unfortunately for me... I didn't have your skills. So we didn't take the nails out of the wood. We barely put the thing up there. And um it's fascinating to be able to to know that you have that kind of talent and skill to go. What did your folks think of you
3: guys? Well, uh I think my mother was just glad that I was outside playing because exactly. there was five of us kids and my father was kind of an absentee father, so uh she was just glad that I was focused on something fun and creative. And, and happy. And out of trouble.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you're basically happy. a happy kid so long as you could do that. Absolutely.
3: Mm. Yes.
1: How did you transition at 10? I mean, did you keep doing this? And, who, you know, what was your buddy? Did you guys stay together for a long time?
3: Um, we, we spent about two summers together mm-hmm. uh, and, and winters, two years, I'd mm-hmm. say. If we weren't outside playing in the summer, then we were doing the, the airplanes and, and the Different things inside. But after, you know, two or three years of playing together, we reached our preteens. Uh-huh. And we kind of drifted apart and the awkward years were upon us. Yep. Uh, the teenage years brought the excitement of change and growing up, which quickly turned into marriage and babies for me. Mm-hmm. But still having passion to work with my hands, you know, I built my kids go karts and wow. forts and tree forts, <laughs> as well as becoming the family wood splitter. Uh, We would buy a log truck full of logs in the days of wood stoves. And my husband at the time would use his chainsaw to cut them all into the proper lengths. And then I would be the one to split and stack it for the winter. So in answer to your question, my passion has always been there. It wasn't something that I came to be interested in. It's really who I am. It is who you are.
1: And that has also transcended to who you have become today. That's what we're going to talk about in the show. It's very exciting. You know, we're doing a series with Kathy. Kathy's handy, just so you know. And today is our introduction. So you guys can get to know a little bit about, you know, who she is and her background. But you also hear us talk on this show about how do you take your purpose, your passion, the things you love to do, and you create a life, even if you wait You know, 10 years, 20 years to actually do it. You never lose. You never, never lose that passion. That thing, you are not going to put the fire out in that. So the question then becomes, how do you step into it? When we come back from break, we're going to talk about how Kathy steps into it every day of her life. How do you take that go-kart and turn it into a masterfully skilled, amazing handicrafts business? That's what you're going to hear about today. So for those of you out there that are thinking, oh, I got my passion, I don't know what to do with it, this show's for you. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Kathy Flory, my very special guest. We're going to give you a lot of information today, and Kathy is a regular with us. So you're going to get a lot of tips throughout the next couple months about how you can make things different in your house, how she can help you, and how you can fuel the passion of the dream of your home and beyond. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show.
4: The Divine Divas Radio Show with Patricia Iris Karens and co-host Cheryl Angela is dedicated to being love and action and joy in jumping into the next new paradigms for humanity. Divine Divas Radio is evolutionary, revolutionary, and soul-empowered, sharing insights of hope, love, and joy every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join the Divas and evolutionary visionaries each week as we step into the new era of oneness and peace together, and visit DivineDivasRadio.com on the
0: The Innate Healer relies upon us to assist in this healing process. Our role is to identify its needs, provide the substances required for the healing, and remove the obstacle. Contact us to achieve optimal health at 888-777-4232. That's 888-777-4232. And visit us at maryjanemack.com. Are you ready to give your home a fresh look but don't want to do the work? Help is a phone call away. Kathy's Handy is a full-service general contracting company specializing in home improvement, remodeling, and repairs. Kathy's Handy are specialists in kitchens, baths, fireplace makeovers, and finished carpentry, And they partner with other amazing specialty subcontractors needed to complete any job. Friendly, energetic, and dependable with an impeccable reputation to get the job done while keeping you as comfortable as possible during the transformation of your home is the hallmark of Kathy's Handy. Call Kathy now for a free estimate, 206-715-8126, that's 206-715-8126, and visit kathyshandy.com for a complete view of possibilities for your home.
3: But I Hey,
1: everybody. Welcome back. This is going to be so cool. We're doing like really super cool things with Kathy. This is the first of a series we're doing with her. So for those of you out there that are contemplating, oh, I do want to change my kitchen. Oh, I do want a new face on my fireplace. Oh, I do want this. You know, this is this is the series we presented for you. For those of you out there, you know, you have asked a lot of questions of us. Look, Uh, not really wanting to sell my home right now. I do want to make it better. And so we're going to bring you somebody that has a purpose and passion and has made this her life. You know, someone that is right here in our own backyards. Kathy Flurry joining me here today. Kathy's Handy is what we're talking about. And so for those of you out there, you want to find out more about Kathy, go to the website, kathyshandy.com. That's Kathy with a C. kathyshandy.com. Check it out. You're going to be hearing so many things in the next weeks. And also, if you want Kathy to address some specific thing in remodeling, just shoot me an email at info at the Dr. Pat com. info at the Dr. Pat Show.com. Okay. So Kathy, how did we get from the go-kart right to a master builder? How the heck did we do this?
3: Well, Pat, you know, after 10 years of marriage, I found myself divorced with two kids and really no marketable skills in the workplace. And I just happened to be in the right place at the right time when I was driving down the road one day and heard a commercial on the radio. And it asked, are you a low-income woman with children that has an interest in working with tools and would like to be in the building trades? And I got so excited, I just screamed. I took down the number, called it right away. It was the ANU prep. The ANU program, and ANU stands for Apprenticeship for Non Traditional Employment of Women. Nice. And they are still uh, out there today. So I applied, and I was interviewed and accepted. I felt like I fit right in. It's a program that teaches women things like basic math, fractions, blueprint reading, body strengthening. And they taught us how to pick up and carry lumber, use basic hand tools, Classroom time, a lot of running and stair running. And it was really hard work, but I loved it. And I was so disappointed the first day of class because I arrived, even though it had snowed the night before. I was on time because I'm chronically on time. But, <laughs> but class had been canceled and I had to head home. I was so bummed. I had never been really good with grades in school either growing up, so I was shocked when I was voted valedictorian and most likely to <laughs> succeed by my teachers and wow. classmates. Wow! Yeah, it was it was really fun. Um, I think the class was for five months, but after about three months, I was hired hired out to a commercial ceiling installation company, and I've been in the trades ever since. Wow
1: um well let's talk to people about what that means to be in the trades tell folks a little bit about what you do because we went from a go-kart you know you go from a go-kart to you know a complete home grooming and you know a lot of folks don't really understand what that means you know i mentioned a few of the things but to go through this apprenticeship and then now you must have stepped out into the world it's one thing to go to school i ran into this and went to school as a great student but then how do you show up and show out and, and show up in the world
3: Well, you know, I had never worked through my marriage. Oh, Um, wow. I was a stay-at-home mom, and so, uh, but I, you know, I always had this passion. And so I was only in the class for three months, Mm. and this wonderful woman-owned company hired me, and she had a young male crew, and they put me on that crew the very first day, and she asked the crew leader how I did. And he told her I worked circles around the other guy that they were starting that day. Wow. And uh, so I just like to get things done.
1: No kidding, I, right? I, <laughs> but that's, that's something us women have. You know what I'm saying? You know, Linda's here with me now, right? She comes in on Saturday morning. I get her off the plane. By the time an hour passed, I don't even think we're unpacked. And the closets are being ripped apart to be reorganized. <laughs> and it's like, we got to get it done. But that's really what we're about. Even the worst of us that procrastinate still want to get things done.
3: Yeah. Well, that is that's another passion of mine. It's just getting there, getting started and getting it done. Mm. Wow.
1: So, you know, tell us a little bit how you go from the go kart now to this, you know, absolutely thriving, masterful business. And I say that is because you are really a craftsperson in a lot of ways. I've gone to your website. I've seen what you've done and I've seen the just beauty that you create, especially with fireplaces and, you know, the fireplace fronts. I mean, it's just it's not just about being a craftsman. You you know, you're a craftsman that believes in beauty. Talk a little bit about that. You know, what I'm asking is, how do you see a place? How do you how do you walk into a place? What do you see when people ask you, Kathy, I need this done? What's your approach to it?
3: Okay, I look at the style of their home Mm -hmm. and I try to either suggest or point out, you know, certain aspects of it. Is it contemporary, is it craftsman style, is it mid century? And then there's times people already have a design picked out Mm -hmm. or there's times that I help them to decide on a design. Uh, The design, the finish, uh, the tile that would surround the opening, the hearth, that type of thing. Um, We we work together to create something, and it's all in our minds at that time. And then once I start to put it together, they're usually quite happy with the end result.
1: Yeah, I mean, and part of this is looking at, you know, we're coming into the winter months now. And there are people that are thinking, wow, I I could get things done in my home. Tell us a little bit about that. I know you're working with a couple of really, really cool people now that would love to come on the show with you.
3: Actually, yes, I am. I'm working with a wonderful (laughs) couple that I've, uh, about two years ago, I did their fireplace Mm -hmm. and uh, did a bunch of trim and painting in their home. And they called me back uh, just a couple weeks ago to Mm do a kind of a, kitchen transition uh, where we take out the the old 70s-style fluorescent lighting yeah. that's in the um, the dropped ceiling with the panels, the, oh, the yeah. clear plastic panels. So what I do is I take those out. I take those fluorescent fixtures out, and then I, I mud and tape that and patch it all up, mm-hmm. and then I texture it and paint it, mm-hmm. Then I add a uh, three-step crown molding, mm. and uh, you know, paint that, and it and it's a beautiful transformation. Yeah, from, it is beautiful from absolutely horrid seventies <laughs> to to something really uh, mm-hmm. beautiful and you know, architecturally pleasing.
1: So tell us a little bit more about what you do. We have a couple of minutes left, and you know, you mentioned that you did their fireplace. I don't know that our listeners quite get. The beauty of that. And for those of you out there that want to check it out, you know, we'll give you some websites to go to.
3: Well, my first company I started in 2000, Seattle Mantle Shop. Mm -hmm. And what I do is complete fireplace makeovers. Uh, Take a horrid uh, 60s or 70s looking fireplace that people no longer appreciate and turn it into something more modern and classy, uh, which updates the entire front room. And it's just a lot more pleasing to the eye.
1: Yeah. And if people, where can they find out and see some pictures of this? Because I know I was just blown away um, by the website and the before and after pictures. That's crazy.
3: Anyone could visit my website, seattlemantle.com. Uh, mantle is spelled M-A-N-T-E-L, seattlemantle.com.
1: So the, uh, you, the winter's coming, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Uh, w- what are people thinking about now? What are they thinking about? Are they thinking about all those inside jobs that they want to get done, things they want to get done for the holidays?
3: Well, you know, this fall I've had quite a lot of calls for mantles. Um, Yep. And so people, you know, people like the tradition of the fireplace going. Uh, A lot of people are converting to gas. Yep. And they want to be able to have their Christmas decorations and their stockings, et cetera, on their fireplace mantel. Yeah. A lot of people don't have a mantle. They just have some kind of a brick ledge or something. And this just really warms up the room and creates a cozy atmosphere.
1: Yeah. And what's interesting, I love what you said. You're getting a lot of calls. I think you're getting a lot of calls early because we went so abruptly from summer to uh not quite winter, but, like, I don't know. Fog. Fog. <laughs> and what do you think of in fog? This is me, right? I think about hitting that gas fireplace button, right? Absolutely. Bam, and turning that on. Um, what excites you most about this? We're going to be doing a series here. We're going to be talking a lot about a lot of things that people can know uh, about how they can transform their homes. You know, what is it that, uh, what are some of the things that... Um, that you do with people that can help them along this way. I know we mentioned kitchens. I know we mentioned lighting. Those '70s fluorescent lighting things—they're not even energy efficient.
2: Ooh, those are hot.
1: Yeah, yeah. those are hot.
3: I'm
2: just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I just recently got rid of mine too. So. you got rid of yours? Oh, yeah. yeah, had to.
1: I still have one in the like the little
3: the little foyer area. I know. Ah. I, know. I know.
2: Just want to well, keep it. You know, it.
3: Pat. We do kitchens. We do baths. Uh, Finished carpentry, bookcases. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mm -hmm. all kinds of makeovers, painting, just cleaning up your Mm -hmm. home and and making it more modern and Mm -hmm. and more comfortable.
1: Um, You know, don't you think it's really interesting in this business we're in right now where people are really in our, our area, they really are holding on to their homes? Yes. You know, don't you find that fascinating?
3: Well, I think it's great because, you know, housing's getting harder and harder for people to get. So if... If you, if you have a home, hang on to it. Yeah. You know, pass it down.
1: Yeah. I, we have a realtor that comes on, and she'd be the first to tell you that inventory is way low because folks are really looking for people like you, Kathy, to come in and help them. I love what you said earlier about you co-create this
3: with folks. Absolutely. Don't you
1: love that, though? It's yeah. like working with your buddy back when you were 10. Yeah.
3: <laughs> a, lot, a lot of times people really don't know what they want. But a lot of times people know exactly what they want. And Mm -hmm. I can create what they want or I can create something together with them.
1: Wow. So what's the best way, again, for people to find out about you? And thank you so much for joining us. This is a first of a series we're going to do together. Very, very cool. And also give out your phone number because if people have questions, they should be able to call you.
3: Absolutely. Um, My phone number for both my companies is uh, 206-715-8126. Or they can reach me through email at seattlemantle.com. That's my website. You can reach me through email on that site. Or kathyshandy.com. You can reach me through email on that site.
1: Cool. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much for joining me here today. All right. We got a lot you. we're going to be talking about in a bunch of weeks that are coming. And hopefully you're going to be able to bring some of your folks on so they could talk about what you're doing with them. That'd Wouldn't that be, be cool? Great.
3: That would be awesome. They're probably
1: listening now saying... I'm going to call you right after the show. (laughs) Kathy Fleury, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with John
0: Donnelly.
5: If you or anyone you love has a degenerative or bulging disc, you need to know the doctors at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. For bulging discs of the back and neck, they use the DRX-9000 Spinal Decompression Machine. It gently creates negative pressure on the specific degenerated disc that allows the body to naturally repair itself. No drugs and no surgery. The website is bellevue.wellness1.net to learn more about spinal decompression at Wellness One of Bellevue and Eastgate. That's bellevue.wellness1.net. The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched.
2: Bite back for a cure a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit BiteBackForACure.org.
4: Having trouble keeping up with the accelerated, life-altering changes occurring on the planet? The Quantum Vortex is the brainchild of Meg Benedicte, a pioneer in quantum healing and energetic activations. Weaving together ancient spiritual knowledge, quantum physics, and vibrational healing, Meg Benedicte is accelerating change at the cellular level. For more details on private sessions, meditation CDs, downloads, and teleseminars, visit NewEarthCentral.com. What
5: if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? BeingUclass.com.
0: Holistique Medical Center is where you find it all. A healthy space with doctors who care, see, and listen to the whole you. Hi, this is Dr. Darvish. If you have not found an answer to your chronic symptoms, you will find answers here at Holistique Medical Center. Our doctors find the root cause of your symptoms and guide your body towards healing naturally. We transform lives from within. Visit DrDarvish.com or call 425-451-0404.
2: The Tick-Borne Disease Alliance, TBDA, has just launched Bite Back for a Cure, a new national grassroots campaign to build support for the fight against tick-borne diseases. This fall, 24-year-old John Donnelly is biking across America to meet others affected by tick-borne diseases and raise awareness about the national tick-borne disease epidemic. TBDA wants you to get involved in the campaign and follow John's journey. To learn more, visit fightbackforacure.org.